What's good, everybody? Ball don't lie, Australia. Episode 78. We're back in the lab. We're cooking up a great episode for you all. I'm your host, Dan Dinellen. Joining me as he does every Thursday is Mal Crawford. The big dog. How you doing over there, buddy? Doing well. Looking forward to a big show. Uh, as they say, when it rains, it pours, and we've had a few weeks of a bit of standstill news in the NBL, WNBL, and mm-hmm. suddenly it comes cascading through in the past week. So we've got a mm-hmm. lot to tackle there. Some things we absolutely love to see regarding a couple of rose gold boomers. Mm-hmm. Uh, got our highly anticipated Eastern Conference NBA pyramid, the tears that I'm going to present to you, mm-hmm. the tears you'll shed when you lose a debate of any kind. <laughs> Wildly incorrect, but, you know, sure, sure, sure. And once those tears have left... We'll come back home, the NBL one North, round 14, second last round of the regular season. It was a big one. So are some stat lines, probably of players you hear us talk about every week. <laughs> Maybe some that you don't. Mm. So we'll see how we go with that. But now, before we get to all the stuff we love to see, mm-hmm. we unfortunately need to discuss something that we don't, didn't love to see. No, uh, it's not news, obviously. Um, you know, Bill Russell's passing. 11-time champion in 13 years, player coach for the last three. Like, people have gone into nauseam about his career. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to drop any wild insights um, that, you know, hasn't already been touched on. I'm not looking to do that. I'm just looking to share some of my um, favourite things and I'm going to do that in basically just in four quotes. Um, four things over his journey that he said at different times. And I, I think it these sort of quotes really show a lot about, um, probably show a little bit more about me too and about uh, what I like. And But just the raw, you know, honesty that he had at times. And was happy to joke around with people, um, especially once his playing days, you know, were definitely mm. done. But he was so much more than just a, you know, a basketball champion. Um, he was a civil rights champion. Um, sat front row at the famous Martin Luther King speech. So many different things he did in his lifetime. Um, it was really one of the more difficult things. Um, when you look back on his time in the NBA and things like that, is just some of the stuff that was that happened in Boston. And by the end, he didn't have a love for the city. Um, that's pretty well publicized because of all sorts of horrible things, including was it one time um, was it someone broke into his house and put feces everywhere and all mm. sorts of stuff. So in the end, he didn't have a love for. Um, Boston and moved away after his playing career, but he still had a love for the team, um, which as an international fan, like I don't, I've never actually been to Boston. I don't have a love for the city. I just have a love for the team. So that's always been a nice sort of connection there. Um, But he also had, once he was finished with the Celtics, he had two coaching stops along the way. You wouldn't have to know off the top of your head 
where those coaching stops would have been, Dan? No, sorry, mate. I know you were watching. I wasn't born yet, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mate. Calm down, mate. (laughs) Uh, He had in the... um, I want to say... They're not current teams, are they? uh, One is. One is. And one's a famous team. I want to say New York. Nope. Okay. Um, Other than that, I've got no idea. Uh, uh, Four years with the Seattle Supersonics. Ah, and then he, after that, he coached, a, uh, signed a seven-year head coaching deal with Sacramento Kings. Oof. Ten years later, yeah, um, didn't that didn't last long? Um, he only coached them for the majority of a season before um, Sacramento Kings basically just do Sacramento King things. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't make it work with a eleven-time champion. Yeah, he probably still won more games that season than they have since. Uh, <laughs> I think it was... Shots fired. I think it was 14 and 43, so <laughs> probs, nah. Look, I'd apologise um, to the Kings fans out there, but... Uh, don't know any. Don't like think there's any brick thing. wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of, one of my favourite quotes from him actually comes from his time there. So Kenny Smith was um, drafted there and Kenny Smith had, was basically told he had to sit next to Bill Russell during plane rides and bus rides and all sorts of stuff. And he didn't really want to as a young fellow. He wanted to, you know, sit back with the boys and everything like that. And one particular time he was went to sneak on the bus and Bill was, oi, get over here, come sit with me. And he was effectively told, oh, but why do I have to sit with you, coach? And he, Bill Russell apparently turned around and said something along the lines of, because all those guys are losers, I want to trade them and no one wants them. And you're not a loser. So he wanted to keep them separated. And that just, you know, goes to that, again, pure honesty. Um, and then my next favourite quote came from him at the, just like we had this year with the 75th anniversary team, at the 50th anniversary team, was that Magic Johnson was there with Larry Bird and Bill Russell and Magic Johnson was saying how, you know, he was basically spent his, you know, Magic Johnson's illustrious career just chasing Bill Russell and, he never even got close and Bill Russell in front of the cameras just turns around and goes, yeah, it was a noble effort and just scoffed <laughs> off Magic Johnson's career <laughs> as if it was, you know, nothing all that big. Um, the other one was MJ, um, talking to MJ and MJ was like, yep, coming after your record. Bill Russell just was a straight-faced, which one? You know, simple. And then the last one, uh, yeah, I know this one's been out there, but this is the one that, you know, really got me back in 08 because I, I lived this one. I didn't need to go back and research this one. This one was the KG and uh, Bill Russell interview mm. with the, you know, if you play here and do things right and <clears throat> all that kind of stuff and you don't get a ring, I'll share one of mine with you, you know. <laughs> and then after he wins, KG goes into the crowd and finds him. I don't need yours. I got my own. Was the quote, and that one was the uh, that one was the one that really sort of you know, cemented Bill Russell and KG to me. Like in that moment, you know, that that pure friendship that they had, which was which was really nice. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people have talked in nauseam. Hell of a guy. Just you know, will be missed by every every true Celtic fan, I'm sure, plus a whole heap of others. Yeah, and um, 
I, I, all these videos came out, of course, uh, after the event and uh, reminded me of, uh, during the NBA's award show in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure most people have seen this clip by now, um, but as a good reminder, uh, this was the first time they did an award show and uh, Bill Russell received the NBA's Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, and on the, on the stage, he goes up there, some of the greatest bigs to ever play the game alongside him. So you got Kareem, Shaq, David Robinson, Mutombo, yep. and Zoe Mourning. Um, he goes, where did they find all these tall people? And then he looked each player up and down, moved along, up, down, all the way down the line. He looks at them all and he goes, I would kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, And it's sort of just that, like, he did have that, you know, larger than life personality Mm. in there. And And the one thing I loved about that, they were all, all of them except for Shaq were, you know, giggling and nodding. And Shaq was. Shaq was probably like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Soz. You could see on his face, he was like, I know about that, man. (laughs) I'm not sure about that one. I'm not sure about that one. But I, I think the one of the greatest legacies is also the finals MVP. It's not the finals MVP trophy. It's the Bill Russell. Mm. Um, I've got a couple questions to follow up mm-hmm. this news with you, Mel. Mm-hmm. Given um, the sad passing of, I don't know, I, I assume in, in 99% of Celtic size, the greatest Celtic of all time, Mm-hmm. In some others' view, maybe the greatest player of all time. Do you think this sways the Celtics thinking into going all in for a chip this year? And you know exactly what I mean by going all in. Mm. Hot topic of the last couple of weeks. Uh, Do you think it sways that at all? I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think, if anything, um, it might sort of lean sentiments the other way. Know, in that sense of sticking with the guys who've been there and done their, you know, did the right way, sort of, sort of thing. Okay. Um, but you know, that's that's going to basically come down to Brad Stevens in the the front office there, and they'll obviously make that decision. But I I, I think if anything, it'd probably um, you know bring the unit a bit closer together. But yeah. But this was, you know, the third in a small space of time, third Celtics champion with Casey Jones, Tommy Heisman, now Bill Russell in the last, mm. what, two years. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little bit tough um, from, from that side of things. But unfortunately, that's, that's one of the things when you've got a, a franchise like the Celtics who have been there from the beginning. Some of these greats, you know, old father time always wins. And unfortunately, uh, yeah, not not all great players um, get to live out their long life. Um, anyway, it's not not a week for me to get into that. I've had my moment with that. Um, my second follow up question. Mm-hmm. Just trying to remember who it was. Uh, start. Magic Johnson. Yes. Suggested that the number six is retired league wide. Every single team. 
I don't didn't don't know if he mentioned anything about the jersey going in the rafters per se. Mm. But number six retired league wide. Thoughts? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to really percolate on that one. It's not something that's like. It's not one of those things that jumps out at me as a. Oh yeah, you know, um, and I think again, as you say, he did live out that you know that full long life in that sense. So it's it's not a it's not a heartbreak tragedy um, style situation like we've had over the last few years with some other players. Um, so look, it's it's a definitely a nice thought, um, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Um, I'm not instantly drawn to that as a yeah. Lock that in. So. He he's got the best player on the best team trophy named after him already. Um, and, and look, there's, there's going to be a point whether it's in our lifetime or not. They're going to have to just have a new category and unretire jerseys. Otherwise, players going to be playing with three numbers on their back. Yeah. Especially you know with teams like Celtics and the Lakers like. Obviously, six is retired already in Boston, but um, you know if every team just starts um, taking after the Celtics and Lakers and retiring heaps of numbers, they end up not having a lot left. Uh, yeah, we'll be down to asterisks and all sorts yeah. of weird emojis will be next. Okay, we got seventy-one <laughs> and eighty-four. Which one do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I hope they've both got sentimental meaning to you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but anyway, yeah, just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Um, of course, rest in peace, Bill Russell. Um, yeah, absolute legend on and off the court. Let's move on. If you're good to move on now. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Um, before we do move on, I do have to give one quick shout out um, from Sombo News to very happy news. Uh, one... Brisbane Capital, Anthony Kopskas, mm. turned 30 since our last show. Yeah. So happy birthday, Ant. Good old shout out. You know, just like they did back in uh, 2GF, the old uh, <coughs> Grafton radio station from back in the day when we were kids. But uh, I say we. We weren't really kids at the same time, but you get my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Shout out, Ant. Love you, buddy. All right. Things you love to see. Let's talk some rose gold here. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry. Things you love to see if you're not a Melbourne United fan. Uh, well, yes, there's that. Matthew Deli Delavadova mm-hmm. heading over to the NBA. He's heading back, baby. To the Kings. <laughs> but. He'll get caught. <laughs> but. So he's going to, you know, he'll, he'll have a reserve role there, obviously. Bit of a backup plan, bit of a mentorship uh, with Fox and Davion Mitchell. Uh, we had a mailbag question sent in about this, and it's been a while since we've had one. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out Big Al. Does this Matthew Delavidova signing vault the Kings straight into the plan? No. That is a rubbish answer, Malcolm. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Uh, Let the coronas flow. Delhi's in town. Tinned coronas, mate. Tinned yes. coronas. Yeah. <clears throat> Look, I I would like it too, but uh, I 
Honestly, I have all the faith in the world in Delhi. I just have so little faith in the Sacramento King organization that until I see it, I cannot believe it. But as we saw last week, I've got them as a plain contender anyway. So sure, why not? Contender? Uh, yeah. Play in contender. Don't don't get my words mixed up. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, it's a lovely idea, but kings are going to king, and until they don't king, you know, I'll believe it when I seize it. Okay. All right. We uh, have all the love in the world for Delhi, and it's great to have him back in the NBA. We have a thousand NBL transactions going on. Yes, we do. Some quick departures. Duop Reith, Thom Maker off to China. Mm-hmm. Um, very sad to see both those talented uh, bigs leaving the league. Um, but you got to do what's best for your career at the end of the day. So shout indeed, out. Indeed. And Josh Adams linked with the Bullets at one point. Got us very excited. He's off to Slovenia. Of course he is. Uh, so... <laughs> Good luck to Josh over there. He's an absolute walking bucket, so I'm sure he'll be just fine. Speaking of walking buckets, mm-hmm. friend of the show, NBL One North Star uh, for Ipswich, Isaac White, just today has been uh, signed to Tassie as an injury replacement player. So very happy for Mr. White. Go the ants, as, yep. he, as he's Go put the out ants. there. Go the ants, baby. They're on the march. March, <laughs> ants, march. Was that the chant? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's really invested. <laughs> I'll look back at the time. It was, yeah. Um, United, they're striking here. They're bringing in a couple of guards. Um, first up, also listed today, was Xavier Ratham Mays mm-hmm. uh, leaving the Hawks, yep. just like Isaac White. Um, just like Joe Reith, just like everyone, it seems like. Yeah. Um, Harry Froling earlier. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, and Tony's Cleveland. <laughs> Poor Hawks. Um, uh, you know, still got Tyler Harvey. Yeah. You know, it was MVP conversation two seasons ago. but we'll get Second, to- wasn't he? Second, yeah. second or third? Yeah. He's way up there. But yeah. We'll get, we'll get to more of that in a later episode. Yep. Um, so he's off to United, Rath and Mays, uh, And along with that is Rajon Tucker, uh, six foot three shooting guard. Quite nice averages um, mm, over there. The G League. Yeah. yeah, in the G League. 21, seven, and four. Mm-hmm. Um, very versatile player, has it? You know. I think he's going to be that combo guard there, not necessarily point guard, probably play the two um, a bit more there. And, yeah, I think United, you know, they've lost some players, but they're also stocking up a little bit as well. So, Mm. you know, and um, with this whole change to the finals format, um, you know, six teams can make it now. Well, that's it. And if you're at all confused about the – the format, basically think of it as... Join the club. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it, the graphic laid it out pretty well. Yeah. It, it's basically like the NBA system, just we're literally you know, adding the plane instead of taking eight and then the next two, like they do in the NBA, it's four and the next two here. So exact same style system. It'll just come down to, um, you know, but it'll just come down to that uh, those preseason, sorry, regular season games. 
But, ooh, doesn't it make it now interesting for that one and two spot to just be clear ooh, of all that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> clear of all that. Um, all right, moving on. The New Zealand Breakers, Jarrell Brantley, a 6'7 forward, was actually drafted in the NBA. 2019, he was the 50th pick, uh, ended up with Utah. He's been a walking bucket in the G League, and he's had a triple-double game there. So, you know, there's a 6'7 forward who's capable of triple-doubles. Mm-hmm. That's something you want on your team, uh, you know, to, to go along with another signing they had, Mr. Barry Brown. Bazaar. Yeah. A 6'3 combo guard. I'm, I think everyone's just a combo guard to me now. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Sounds of it. Pretty much, yeah. You know, I just it, – it's so hard because – you know, like, I'm not a G League sicko. I don't sit there watching G League, believe it or not. Um, despite the fact I will watch some of these young NBA teams this year. Um, not Which a huge G League. same thing. But, yeah. <laughs> but, so I'm trying to look up stats, maybe some highlights. And when you're looking up highlights of a 6'3 guard, the highlight video is them doing bits of everything. Mm. So it's like, what I've seen, he's a combo guard. Um Shooting, he's passing, he's he's doing whatever. Um, just came off a season in China, averaging 17 points over there. So, you know, I think the Breakers are bringing in some good talent there. Uh, looking forward to seeing what they come up with. The Kings, Mel. The Kings. The good Kings. Yeah, well, that's true. The good Kings, the Sydney Kings, the uh, championship winning Kings. Mm. Current champions are the champions to the champions no more. Uh, signing Tim Soares, which... I, Soares or Suarez? What do you reckon? American-Brazilian. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, the American-Brazilian. That Brazilian. Suarez. Suarez. Plus, that's name of one of my favourite Liverpool players ever. So, spelled differently, <laughs> of course, but... Uh, Look, this would have been a great, Suarez. great signing for the Hawks if it is Soares. <laughs> <laughs> But they didn't get him. Uh, look. Ah, he flew away, that one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, the execution on that wasn't perfect. But he's played in Turkey and Don't Israel. Don't get your claws out. Jeez. <laughs> Not talking about the Wildcats, mate. Calm down. Uh, he recently played for the Bucks in the Summer League. Mm. So, look, definitely a talent. 6'11". Who? Uh, he's, he's a big, big. Mm. Big. So, that'll help... Um, Replace uh, spacing on his name. Big fella. Had a great season for the Kings. Randall? Jarrell Martin. That's the one. Nothing like what I said, but, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerome Randall? He he was a point guard. (laughs) Not very big. Absolutely spacing. But, yeah, he had himself a great season. Obviously, Kings need to replace that if they're going to go back-to-back. And I guess it's also um, insurance for Cooks as well, Mm. uh, which they did need. Um, and they'll go along with Kuat Noi, who they, who they picked up earlier, which we've spoken about, killing it up here in the NBL One North for Rip City. Wildly killing it. Yeah. Um, the Hawks now. Going to let you have a go at this one after Tim Soares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. Uh, let's go with uh, ho, 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 ho. Manjok Mathang. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Or Matty Yang. You do what uh, you feel. Do what you look, feel. Uh, probably Matty Yang. Um, yeah, 6'10", big. High school in Melbourne. College in Louisville. Um, had a two-way with Charlotte. Bounced around Europe. And uh, 
Yeah, obviously looking to be a bit of a wreath replacement, although that's uh, after the Asia Cup that um, Reith had, that's that's a tall order. Um, mm. So we'll have to see how the young fella goes. All right, Wildcats, they've done it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just keep loading up every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like casual college fans may not know this person. You will know the college. Um, but anyone who watches, you know, a decent amount of college will, will sort of know who this player is. Uh, Brady uh, Manick is uh, a, you know, a power forward slash small ball center coming out of the University of North Carolina. Um, UNC. A certain uh, Chicago Bull went to that college for those listeners out there. The interesting thing about this big is that he shot over 40% from deep mm. in Div one college at North Carolina, uh, so they've Which is a now scary prospect. Well, yeah, and their other import big that they signed is also quite versatile, very athletic. Um, and, and Brady's already come out and said, "Hey, I'm not just a shooter." <laughs> and, and, and you've seen, well, sorry, you know, people may have seen clips. He, he can throw down. He gets up. Uh, you know, you're putting this along with Bryce Cotton. You got Travers coming back. Um, got a friend of the show, Kyle Zunick, down there still, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, Corey Webster coming in. I mean, geez, Louise. I think Mal will not be putting the Wildcats in sixth spot this year. But we'll wait to see. But this year, they'd make the play-in, and then you, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, look. You know, don't perf, give, just perf. <laughs> don't want to give anything away, but uh, I imagine... Things would not have gone well with the fan base and the organisation if they didn't retool and at least, you know, really make some moves this off-season. Because Perth have been very successful, was it 15 years in a row, Um, making making finals? 60, who knows. And, you know, this this was the last season was the first one they, you know, breaking that streak. Mm. Yeah. Um, Fans would have been baned for blood if... Our moves weren't made, and so far, so good. Things are looking really good um, in these very early stages of preseason. Yeah, and look, it's obviously sad um, to see friend of the show, by the way, Vic Law, mm-hmm. um, out of the league now. So um, he's headed overseas to play. Um, you know, do its best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, you know. Do what's best for you. Chase, chase your dreams. Uh, it's sad that no NBL club. Chase your dreams. It's probably not his dream to be. Where, where did you come up with that? <laughs> oh, it's all just original content. I don't know. It's I'm trying to look for words and things. Uh, <laughs> this is why we don't do machination of Dan. <laughs> um, but no, like genuinely, not just being a Bullets homer, but um, really enjoyed watching Vic Law in our league and sad to see him go. Hopefully we see him back. Yeah, um, wishing but, nothing but success. Mal, I've got a tall ask for you. Mm-hmm. Something that you have, mm-hmm. it's a riddle. Here's a riddle. Mm-hmm. Something that you have right in front of you. Mm-hmm. We haven't used it for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, my man. Sing along, guys. Brisbane town, boom, boom, boom. Not you, Dan. You know the bit where he says, shoot you down? And it's like, do you do like the little wiggle thing, or is it just me? 
like the hot potato? Uh, look, is that just me? I just, I just want to. Sorry for everyone that can't see me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for Mal's entertainment. Um, but picture Ooh. the Wiggles doing the the wiggle wiggle woo. <laughs> Wow. Is, that, is that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> Am I that out of touch? Yes. You're that out of touch that, with the wiggles. They they don't do wiggle, wiggle, woo anymore? They're also not the cockroaches if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Oh. So excited. So excited. Sam McKinnon, that is for you, mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing absolute wonders for the bullets out there. Some big signings. It's not news to anyone at this point, and you've seen it in the thumbnail. You've seen it in our stories. We have a rose gold boomer joining the squad. Yep, Malcolm, talk to me about Aaron Baines. Ah, oh, what a 12. story! What number a story. number twelve, as it's going to be in the bullets. Uh, he put out that picture today. It was a lovely piece of artwork of all the different NBA stops and different you know things in the background that meant stuff to him and. It's just awesome to see an NBA champion, Lithuanian League slam dunk competition winner. Yeah. I put that in there because I just thought no one, surely no one out there knows that. Uh, How good uh, is that? 2010. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> List of players in the NBA who have had a 35, 15 and nine, and nine threes in a game. James Harden and Baines. I saw that one. That was <laughs> that was good. really good. I mean, uh, it's a very Espiny stat, but, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's him and James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, over 500 NBA games experience, and he's bringing that all back to the bullets. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just what a story in general. I mean, oh, we're not going to go through it again. We did it when he was working out, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but it's just... It's so inspiring to see him get back to this level, be back on the court. He seems like he's in a good place. Um, well, for me, it's know. that trend, that that transformation because you and I talked about it when we were there. That the Boomers event where um, that Patty Mills helped put on, where they were giving out the hats and the everything, and really making it. Um, you know, really trying to build that extra bit of culture around the boomers and they wheeled out Bainesy and he was still in the wheelchair. It was like, oh, wow. Broke, broke my heart. Okay. Like, you know, it got real for us both on that moment. And, mm. yeah, from there to here, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I can't wait. And, mm. yeah, before I get on to the other signing, just get in quick on these memberships, people, because they're going to fly. Oh, yeah. We're talking about two players here, but we, we haven't brought up, you know, your returnings like Sobey and Kadeem, mm-hmm. Tyrell Harrison to come back, you know, Krebs. Oh, so much to look forward to. One thing I would say, I went onto the um, Brisbane Bullets website the day they announced Bainesy, mm. and they didn't have a pre-order for a Bainesy jersey already, you know, fired up, ready to Real go. fans would just get a custom-made one. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next thought. <laughs> But then I remembered that I hate those with a passion. <laughs> hey, maybe we can get but, a future friend of the show to hook us up. Well, maybe, maybe. We'll see, we'll see. But it'll definitely be me and everyone else in the armory will definitely <laughs> have one of those for game one, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, on top of that, the news just kept rolling in. We thought, mm-hmm. all right, all right, the bullet's looking good here, looking good, looking good. Mm. You know, what else are we going to do with a bit of a scoring punch? 
Bring in a six foot three guard. So you know what that means, Mal? Does a bit of everything. He's a combo. <laughs> this player, I can say, is genuinely a combo guard because I have watched many, many games. This week's episode is brought to you by the word combo. <laughs> uh, would you like to upsize for a dollar? Mm, no, I'm good. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't look at the chunky guy in the room and just automatically assume he's going to upsize his meals. Come on, buddy. I just thought that's just what we do. I, I do it. <laughs> uh, I, d- I do do it, but I don't like it pointed out. It, it, it's funny. I never used to, but now having a daughter that's generally with me if I'm getting food, mm-hmm. you gotta you got to upsize a few little chippies. You know, chippies are going to disappear. Because yep. you're not taking them out of my mouth. <laughs> so I'll still have what I was going to have. <laughs> and you can have the extra bits. Mm-hmm. And then we'll both have a inverted commas Happy-ish meal. Yes. <laughs> and, and very much in moderation, of course, people. Mm. Um, and whenever they're chucking his fit. Do what you got to do. <laughs> but uh, Tyler Johnson yep. coming in to join the Bullets. I'm actually really excited about this. A player that, you know, I've genuinely watched in the NBA. Uh, Heat fans will know this player very well. He's bounced around a few other teams. Um, Brooklyn comes to mind as well as... I think just this past season, he had a cup of coffee with the Spurs there. Um, but comes out of Fresno State uh, College. Fresno. Yeah, so, um, you know, a, a guy in LA went to that Fresno State. Snate. Snate. State yep. even. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul George, of course, famously. And uh, Rafe Alston um, also came from there. So... He's a tricky player. Like he's not quite. He's not quite a point guard, but he's not quite a shooting guard. So, would we call him a combo guard? He has a <laughs> skill set of many combinations. Multifaceted guard. <laughs> yes, multi-dimensional. Um, but he's not Doctor Strange, mate. Calm down. <laughs> oh, oh, I watched that when I finally had some free time the other day. Mm. Um. We might uh, have a chat later off air now that you finally have because it was a good one. If you haven't seen it, get out there. No? It was hard to follow. Anyway. Oh, that's all right. You're only a casual Marvel fan. I'll walk you, I'll walk you through it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Tyler Johnson, um, you know, he can playmake a bit. Uh, he can shoot a bit and he's quite athletic. So he gives you a bit of everything. Uh Excuse me. So, kind of a similar skill set to uh, Sobes, really. Awesome. So you got two guards in that backcourt that can do bits of everything, and are both just buckets. So, I'm interested to see how that plays out, but mm. um, it's got a lot of um, potential. And of course, Kade off the bench like doesn't get much better than that. Um, if indeed he is coming off the bench. Uh, so yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the you know, and if things go wrong or need to change up, you've got him as a as a backup, backup, and and whenever we play in Melbourne, just Kadee forty minutes, please. Yep. Load him <laughs> he up. He just loves playing Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Let him loose from behind the line. Um, yeah, over three hundred and fifty games experience. Um, I mainly just remember him from the Heat, as I said. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. I think the Bullets have done some great business. Shout out to Sammy Mack, the GM, um, and everyone else involved because. 
this team's going to be uh, exciting to watch if all healthy. Well, yeah, like like any team in the NBL, and that is the that is the drama with the NBL because um, you know health comes down to it, and a couple of injuries can derail. But fingers crossed, we get we get the season we hope it's going to be. This is. We've got a very positive off-season so far, so ooh, fingers crossed. Can't wait for uh, regular season action to start. All right, time for the ladies, the WNBL. Sydney Flames have gone into a full rebrand, mm. which was uh, very interesting to see, obviously to promote the game in the city and, and across the nation, yep. uh, which is fantastic. Moving over there to Olympic Park. And uh, we'll be playing some double headers alongside the Sydney Kings at uh, their home arena, the Kudos Bank Arena. Um, and, and along with this rebrand comes, you know, the visuals as well. So the logos are changing, the color schemes. Uh, they're going away from navy and gold, heading more into the silver and black, quite sleek looking. Uh, you know, the hype video that came out, I, I was really into that. Um, we've spoken very highly on their off-season moves and especially that backcourt that have just played a whole off-season season together. Mm. Um, and, you know, one of the greatest uh, minds in Australian basketball, Shane Hill, at the helm. So, And I, I love the exciting idea. Exciting stuff. Definitely. I, I love the idea of the, the doubleheaders with the Kings. Um, mm. If anything, you know, it feels like it's it's almost copying from the NBL one um, playbook because you know they have the women's game, then the men's doesn't matter for me which way it goes. It sounds like um, if they're able to do that, then you're only going to have more people watching basketball. Sound sounds great, you know, bit of overlap both ways, right? Yeah, I mean, like just tossing ideas out there. They could do like a state of origin thing. Not necessarily Queensland, New South Wales, but maybe um, the two Melbourne teams travel there and have like a basketball state of origin. What do you yeah. think? Um, or, or You're just wearing the Queensland origin jumper. Just came to mind. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> you're going to blame that idea on me now, eh? <laughs> Now that you've put it out there in the universe, thought about it for a second, oh, maybe we can come up with something better. Yeah, it was Mal. It was, yeah, yeah, Mal yeah. put it in my notes, so I yeah, just said it. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, we, they could go with that idea or they could sit down for a minute and come up with something, you know. Fresh. Way better. <laughs> <laughs> Not here live on a pod. Yeah, mm -hmm. fair enough. Um, some more news coming out of Sydney today. Of course, we shared it on the socials. A couple of NBL One North rising young stars are heading yeah. to the very team we we're just talking about, the Sydney uh, Flames. Good friend of the show. Indy Bowyer mm -hmm. from the Logan Thunder, the undefeated Logan Thunder, um, did drop 11 threes a few weeks ago. Mm. One game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, of course, another youngster that we've seen live in our arena, uh, Lily Rotano from the Gold Coast, will also be heading down there. Two young players with very bright futures in the game now. Definitely. Um, you know, joining the roster as junior players and – Absolutely fantastic. Mm. And again, just goes to show um, how good this NBL one is at pushing players up and into the uh, into the top leagues because we're, we're seeing it um, more and more 
where these these players are coming along and having really great seasons in the NBL uh, NBL one, and teams are like, yeah, okay, because they're able to tune in, you know, see some see actual games. They're, they've got wide access. It's not just you know <clears throat> they don't have to send scouts. They can these teams can literally just kick back in their own in their own buildings and watch these games and get film and uh, all that access is right there. So again, shout out to NBL one. Loving what, um, loving the opportunities that it's forwarding some of these players. Yep, and finally, um, another signing from Townsville Fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this player is coming across from the Washington Mystics, Tiana Hawkins, six um, three forward, has over two hundred and fifty WNBA games experience. So um, you know, big signing again for Townsville there. Really stacking up this team, and um, I don't want to be the biased homer, but <laughs> I don't know. They're looking good. Don't want to jinx it. They're looking mm-hmm. good. Um, you had one more over there, Mel. Yeah, Chloe Bibby, uh, another signing from NBL One. Um, played a little. She's signed for the Perth Lynx. She played her collegiate career over with the uh, University of Maryland, Mississippi State. Before that. Um, currently playing with a friend of the show, Lauren Scherfey, um, over with the Cobras down the NBL One South. So, and she's averaging nineteen four and a half and one and a half assists per game uh, over there. So, nice little pickup for um, the Perth Lynx there as well. So, awesome moves being made uh, across the WNBL this week. Yeah, perfect. As I said, when it rains, it pours, and all these NBL WNBL uh, news coming through in the week. That's what we want to see. Give mm-hmm. us more content. Mm-hmm. Um, we love that. But most NBL rosters are pretty well set now. Yep. Um, I think some there's still some WNBL moves to be made, so we're keeping an eye out on that. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens between now and this time next week. Who knows? Um, we like to jump across the big ditch there uh, before we come back home again. Last week, we went through the Western Conference as it stands and tried to put the team's fit them into the pyramid, the NBA mm-hmm. hierarchy, if you will. Yep. Now it's the East turn because we're going to wait for some trades to go down and we're still waiting. Yep. So as it stands today, rosters as they are constructed, mm-hmm. here are my pyramid tiers. Mal can uh, chime in whenever he wants, agree, mm-hmm. disagree, couldn't mm-hmm. care less, whatever. So, um, just a reminder from last week, there's sort of six groups here, all the way from contenders to uh, tanking for Wemben Yama. So we'll start with the yep. contenders first. Yep. And they, these ones are usually, we don't spend a lot of time on this because pretty much, yep, cool. No arguments. So Bucks, they were arguably Chris Middleton away from a chip last year. Arguably. Yeah, yeah arguably. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying definitely, but... You, you could know. make a very strong case. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Celtics squeaked by them um, without Middleton. Squeaked. Yeah. Seems a little... As you were. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Convince me otherwise. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, you know, obviously, yes, but from your Pushed point Pushed them view, to their limits. Still got the job done, mate. Still got the job done. Still got the job done. Uh, yes, obviously, you know. 
Uh, I, I see Bucks as being up there, and they weren't at full strength. As you yeah, say, and so. keeping Bobby Portis was was big there for them. Um, oh, oh, crazy eyes. Brooke Lopez healthy will be big for them as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think they'll be right back in it, top top two in the conference in my uh, view. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you probably won't disagree with this one. Your Boston Celtics should have been first, but yes. Um, just coming off a finals uh, appearance, their team has gotten better. Their star players have gotten older and presumably better. There's no reason why this team shouldn't be, you know, lining up another finals, uh, you know, dance. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say no. Um, I think, as you say, you know, they've made a couple of moves. There's possibly more moves to be made if they want to go down that road. Um, but, yeah, as things currently sit, I'm happy with them being at the, at the top of the pyramid there. You know, they, they were just there. All right. Well, my third and final team mm-hmm. is one I thought you might could go either way. Yeah. So I'm going to justify why I've got them here, mm-hmm. and then you can uh, retort. Okay. So my third team, as a genuine contender, as in if you told me right now they'll win the chip, chip this year, I'd say, okay, cool, whatever. Um, Philadelphia. Now. Let me justify before you chime on in. I can, fact, I can see the look on your face that you do not agree. The fact that you have to go straight to justification tells me something, but continue, yes. So, Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. one could argue should have been the MVP last year. He'd definitely argue that, yep. Yep. Um, so, he going to be peed off, prove that he is the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Harden. Been putting in work. Mm-hmm. And the stats show, just as I predicted, along with 99% of the rest of the media last year, that that pick and roll combo would be deadly. The stats show that Harden and Embiid were the best uh, you know, points per 100 possession pick and roll combo in the league last year. So with an off-season between them, Harden in shape again. Look, is Harden going to be all NBA first team MVP candidate? I highly, highly, highly doubt it. Could he push for like all NBA third team-ish area? I think so. I think he can still be that guy. Um, Now, they also added some pieces, a.k.a. the 2019 Rockets. Uh Look, they gave PJ Tucker, they brought PJ Tucker in, great signing, rubbish contract. He's got one, maybe two years left in him. They're paying him $11 million a season for the next three years. That contract in three years is going to suck, but they're not worried about that. They're worried about this season, next season. Um, so that's fine. Daniel House, great wing, combo wing, I might say. <laughs> Can play that 3-4 position. Um, is known as a great defender and can shoot the three. And sad to see him go, but my guy from the Grizz, DeAnthony Melton, who they traded for on draft night, um, he's a guard that is multidimensional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, probably more of a, a shooting guard, I would say, um, but can handle the ball and was one of the league leaders in um, deflections and, and steals. So I think this Philly team, as constructed, um, obviously you still got Tobias Harris there. Maxie's going to have another year of growth. He was looking great. Like, I don't know if they're being overlooked because I'm not, I'm not hearing a lot about him, but I think the six is going to be legit. I really do. You, you may now speak. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, one thing I don't think you mentioned, was it uh, Harden took a pay cut and then <laughs> re-signed to... Poor guy's going to have to try and live off $36 million. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's oh, going to be tough. Um, poor guy. But what, first time he's ever sort of you know, outwardly made a move But like do you think that, if a team it? offered him the max, he would have turned it down? Oh. Like, did he take a pay cut or was he told to have a pay cut? He would have been massaged in that direction by <laughs> Daryl Morey, yes. But also him and Daryl Morey have that relationship. So, you know, that would have... Oh, I there was teams been... with max cap space. You're telling me if they gave him the max, he'd say no. I don't know many players, if any, that would do that. I, look, you know... But shout out to Harden. Mm. What, what was the quote? Um, pay everyone else and then give me whatever's left. Yeah, something like just that. thirty-six mil. Don't worry about. They're very altruistic. I'll, man. I'll just live off migraine, I guess. Yeah, re- really <laughs> posh, gold-plated migraine. <laughs> but anyway, um, look, I, I see the potential in the seventy sixes, but we've been down this road. How, how many years have they been not quite down this the- road? Zero. Because Ben is gone. Same road, mate. No, different road. The process is finished. Anyway. They're now product. Trust the product. And that's the problem. There's no process. These are all established players. There's no more process. This is product. Yes, and there's all sorts of chemistry and how's it all going to work. Look, I I have them in the next tier down. I have them. This is our second week of doing this. I would have them in the if things fall their way in that – Team chemistry, all that sort of stuff. They got some really good pieces. You know, they're they're possibly even somewhere between contenders and if things fall their way. But okay, seventy sixes have just sort of been uh just uh just did uh you know just not quite for the last little while. Last few years, there's been a couple of heartbreaks. There's been a couple of head scratches. Um. And they've got Doc Rivers, who's a really good coach. But what, what, really, what's he done since he left Celtics? He's got a lot of teams close to the finals. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I could do better, but I'm just looking at his track record. He's got a lot of teams really close. I quite like him. Um, but when we step back and look at his record... So, yeah, if things fall their way, yeah, they'll be up there. But there's still a few question marks around how things gel and which Harden we're going to get. Okay. All right. we, we haven't seen we haven't seen Chef, oh, Chef Harden yet. Like, it hasn't been cooking for him since he left Houston. All right. Okay. Not yet. All right. I want to see it back, but here he is. 
it's too early for chicken bets because there's still a lot of things that can happen before <laughs> the season starts. So you don't have faith in what you've said? Yeah, right. Well, like as constructed. Pro- so propose something if if you're feeling it. We'll see how we go with the next. Ah, uh, uh, Yeah, that's what we'll be doing. Uh-huh, chicken uh-huh. bets. This is another classic Dan sit on the fence moment. Okay. If you think either of these teams we're about to talk about will have a better regular season record, feel free to chime in. Oh. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing over there? No, because I think both these, all three of the te- 76ers and the next two teams that you've proposed in that category, you know, they're, they're pretty similar. They need some stuff to go right. If stuff all goes right. right um, way, to, way to back out of that one, Mel. But uh, what are we talking, regular season? <laughs> I've not thought this through at all. <laughs> you just That's did the clear. bok, 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 and my testosterone got going. It's <laughs> like, <So>, fine, <laughs> we're on. <laughs> Something's got to happen. I must uh, defend my honour. Give, well, give, me, give me Miami over 76's regular season record. <sighs> all right, we got a chicken bet right uh, there. On wax. Boom, lock all it right, in. Lock it in. You get the old farts. I'll take the 76ers. <laughs> All right. The if things fall our way category, as Mel's just alluded to, the first team. So you're taking there. the 76ers with a spring chicken that is PJ Tucker. Yep. <laughs> uh, more so because of who is left, who we're now going to talk about, the mm-hmm. Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. I've got the if things fall our way. So things that need to fall their way. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler needs to be Jimmy Butler in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which, you know, up until this point, he's – Proven that. Cole Lowry needs they, to be... Was it they signed Tobias Hire sold from me? <laughs> Cole Lowry needs to be healthy, which he has not mm-hmm. for a while now. Yep. And not just healthy, but good, which again, he has not been for a while. Mm-hmm. They need something off their bench because all signs are pointing towards Tyler Hero starting, which they do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to work out who's going to play power forward. Because they don't have one. So, yeah. And Bam Adebayo needs to be like an all-NBA center. Which is very, very possible. Mm. But quite a lot there needs to fall their way. And then somehow they need to generate enough offense against those three teams we just mentioned to beat them four times in a playoff series. That's why I've got Miami in the if things completely fall our way, which, by the way, was a complete opposite for them last season. Everything fell against them last year. So maybe maybe some karma will come back around. Who knows? Well, you never know. Um, yeah, look, I, I'll agree with that. I think um, they fit into that category really well if things fall their way because, as you say, some stuff does. So, <clears throat> But, yeah, I'll, I'll take them regular season though. All right, I'm not going to spend lots of time on this one because so much is surrounding the team. As roster currently is constructed, this was a tough one for me. Um, Currently constructed at full health. I'd have them in his contenders, but as currently constructed and as we understand the dynamics of the team, I have Brooklyn in the if things fall our way, meaning Kyrie plays, Ben plays, they all get along, Durant's there. Sheer um, talent, everything goes well. Yeah, yeah, they fit in. But who knows? T- 
Tentative if things fall our way. Golly gosh, there's some question marks there, Batman. Without KD, I'd probably drop him to Dark Horses at (laughs) best. Even with Kyrie and Ben, like Mm -hmm. Dark Horses at best. But let's move on to the Dark Horses. I was a bit torn here. I, Mm. I feel like the Bulls maybe could have fit in the category above if things fall our way. Uh, Because like the Heat, things went awfully wrong for them last season. For large stints, they were the best team in the conference. They were. And And they had an MVP caliber player. Injuries struck. COVID struck. Levine, Vooch, Alonzo Ball missed most of the season. Caruso. Pat Williams. And DeRozan was left to just do it all on his own. And now the squad will be back. Mm. Brought in some reinforcements as well. Not that they're like needle shifters, but, you know, there's pieces around now. Um, yeah. Now that I'm thinking it over, I'd, I'd almost bump them up to the if things fall our way. I'd, I'd probably put them over Miami as well. <laughs> Sorry, Mel. But. That's fine. <laughs> uh, look, I don't mind them in Dark Horses, actually, um, because, as you say, they had a lot of – lot of injuries a lot of things go wrong sure they're talented we're not we're not bumping them any further down there's no way but um yeah because they they sort of came a little bit out of the blue jumped right out of the gate played really well injuries hit and just up and down and up and down for the rest of the season you weren't quite sure which which bulls were going to be left with by the end of the season but um yeah look i'm happy with them in dark horse all right, the Hawks, exactly where they were last year. Mm-hmm. Um, added DeJounte Murray. Want to see how that plays out. Um, they said they were trading John Collins a couple of months ago. He's still there. So They said that two years ago. Clint too, Capella still, still can't shoot threes. So, you know. Shocking. Dark horse. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's not really much to be said for the Hawks. Capable of, you know, advancing in the playoffs, but capable of self-destructing as well. Yeah, and is what they did a couple of years ago just going to be a flash in the pan and, you know, are we going to end up a few years down the road and they just blow it up because that's as high as they ever got and they never really got back to that? Mm-hmm. That could happen. Um, they could also turn around, things might break their way and the oceans part in front of them and they get back to a um, conference final again. So, yeah, I'm happy with them in dark horses. That's fine for me. Um, and again... Um, just as they have been for the last few years, Toronto, um, Freddie Van Vliet, uh, Ananobi, Siakam, and then the growth of Scotty Barnes as well. You know, they're a team that you, you don't want to play. Like, you don't have them circled as like a marquee matchup, but you see them there and you're like, oh, man, why do we have to play these guys? Um, so they're a tough out every game. Um, you know, kind of... Not not in terms of play style or, or roster, but kind of like your, your Grizzlies of the East there. Like, you know, they're not contending for a chip this year, but you don't really want to play against them too much. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd cop that. So Raptors, Dark Horses, they're also in the KD sweepstakes at the moment. So, yeah, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't drop the Raptors any deeper into, into it. So, yeah, I'm happy with them. There. <laughs> not when you see the teams down there. Yep. Um, now, the... These are the teams of play in great success. <laughs> great season, guys. The New York Knicks kicking things off there. Yeah, you made the play in. Have a million dollar signing bonus. Yeah. <laughs> a million dollar bonus, sorry. Donovan Mitchell pending. I don't know if that vaults them to Dark Horses. 
I just oh, don't think, I think even with Donovan, I don't think there. there's enough else around, um, especially as talks of uh, shopping Julius Randle off to the Lakers, which will obviously involve Westbrook going somewhere. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The, who knows with the Knicks? I, I feel for Knicks fans. Must like, be frustrating, eh? Like I want, I actually want them to be good, but they just can't seem to do it. And they go out, pay a lot of money to a, a small guard, and now they're talking about you know shipping half their team away for another small guard. Question for another day: Are the Knicks the kings of the East? Okay. Oh, you said for another day, or do you want me to answer that? <laughs> You're staring at me. You said question for another day. Uh, I was looking for a deep dive answer another day, but you know, <laughs> if you want to hit me with your initial thoughts. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's a problem. Knicks no. have chips no. and other things. I'm going to say this next team is <laughs> the Washington Wizards. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Yep. So okay. loyalty to Brad Beal. Um, but Brad Beal made very clear that if, look guys, I, not right now, but say I did want to trade, <laughs> I have full control and you have zero. Mm. Okay, cool, cool. I'm not going anywhere, but just, just sign there for me. Um, the Wizards, look, they make the plane, great success. Yay, we got Pazingas. He played well with Beal. Kuzma, woo. Mm. Uh, anyway, have fun, Wizards fans. That's, <laughs> that's about all I got. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that team is. I don't know what they're trying to achieve. All their players are on different timelines in terms of like career um, progression. I don't, it feels I don't like know. it feels like the Wizards are just caught in this loop, like a team in the West. Yeah, <laughs> in that sense of you know, build things around a player. Um, Gilbert Arenas, John Wall. Now we're up to Bradley Beal. Someone else will come along and they'll just shift off onto the next guy and then pay him a bag, not really put enough around them for them to really do anything of real note. And then, okay, cool, that experiment didn't work. Cool, let, let, let's bomb another 10 years and just see where we are and that never gets them anyway. All right. Um, next one, Charlotte Hornets. Mm. Lamelo Ball, he's fun to watch. Mm. So the next team, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, we won't spend time on Charlotte, but um, pretty well documented around a certain play there, what's going on, and oh, oh, just, yeah, they're going to struggle. Yep. There. Anyway, I don't want to waste a lot of time. Gordy will, Gordon Haywood will play half a season and get hurt, and Lamelo will be left to just Lamelo. Um, but he's worth the price of admission just on his own most nights, so. Yeah. Have fun, Hornets fans. The Cleveland Cavaliers, I kind of wanted to put them up to dark horses, but just I'm not fully convinced, especially with this whole Sexton thing. And Unfortunately, I looked at it and had the exact same sort of feeling. It's like, oh, dude, my heart wanted to push them up, and my head's like, ah. Like, Mo- Mobley's that dude, don't get me wrong. Mm. But they let Travis come back home. Mm. Like, Luke Travis, he could have been you. Maybe he could have put you in dark horses. <clears throat> Sorry, Cavs. Got to, got to keep, keep Travis, man. Mm. <laughs> but hey, hey. you know, they've got potential to jump into that dark horse. They showed flashes of it last season. 
but then dropped way off. Will Garland do the same things he did? I don't know. Mobley's that dude, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah. All right, we won't spend much time on these teams because, you know, whatever. These are the exciting young teams that also just want Victor Wembenyama. Um, the Magic <laughs> with Paolo Bancaro, just he'll, I, I'd say he's a shoe-in for Rookie of the Year. He's just going to get lots of buckets. Um, the Pistons, I think they'll win the most games out of this group. Uh, they're going to be actually a fun team to watch. I, I like what they're building out there. And the Pacers, as I was saying, they're just getting guys that don't suck. So solid players, but they won't win a lot of games. And, you know, it's all the race for Vic down here in the plebs of the East. But, you know, fans will have some fun games to watch. Yeah, why not? <laughs> all right. Well, um, that's a wrap on the NBA conferences. Um, if you got got an idea of something you'd like us to analyze from the NBA next, feel free to drop us a line. Or you can just deal with my... Uh, Good or not so good suggestions. See how we go? Yeah, let's do that. All right, coming back home to the league we love. Plus one. Plus one. <coughs> Round 14 of the NBL One North. Uh, how'd our caps go, Mal? Our lovely Brisbane caps. Brizzy caps. Well, <coughs> excuse me. They defeated... The uh, North Gold Coast Seahawks there got it done. Um, that Seahawks came back there at the end. It looked like it was getting getting close. Got down to about three, and the girls were like, "Yeah, nah, never no, in no, doubt, no, baby." No, 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 no. no. Um, and then that was the end of that. Um, and yeah, yeah, got over the line in the in the end. Uh, was it Steph Collins got it, got in a little bit of foul trouble late, and she came off the court. The Ox had a little bit of a run. She came back on. That was the end of the run. That was the end so, of that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> Seahawks, we're using the, the old 131 um, defense there with a little bit of success. But after a little while, Caps were able to cut through that and then, um, you know, knock down some threes and some twos. And when they're doing that, they're incredibly hard to stop because one, one gives spacing for the other, as we know. And. Caps are quite good at that when they're rolling on those threes and the defense has to stretch, look out. Yeah, it was great to have Cabillo back in the lineup there, um, just doing her thing that, you know, roundabout 25 <laughs> and 5, had, a, had mm. a bit more than that. Um, but, you know, it's what she does very consistently every game. Um, caught mid at, sharp shooter of the team, kind of struggled in this one. Um, but what I did love was making things happen on the defensive end from her. Five steals and two blocks. So perfect example of, you know, if it's not going your way offensively, you can still contribute to winning in other areas of the game. So shout out to Midap for that. Uh, the men, obviously, also playing North Gold Coast. Not exactly the same result that we were after. No. Uh, they got themselves in a great position to do a... Uh comeback style like they did the <laughs> week before but unfortunately the uh the comeback never came mm. and uh that was that that was that towards the end but uh tim sung for the start um shout out yeah uh 14 points and f five steals timmy song had a boy 
Sounds like a future NBL star to me. Yeah, and uh, birthday boy of the week, uh, Ant Kopskis as well, 13 points Mm. off the bench. He's really really come together with his – he's got confidence again in that three ball, which which has been nice to see. It deserted him earlier in the season, um, it has to be said. And but it has come back over the last few games. Confidence has come back. Confidence has been high, and yeah, you know, it's finding its way back into his game, and it's been good to see. Yeah, and unfortunately for our boys, um, you know, North Gold Coast had some big performances across the board. Mm. In fact, we're going to need that triple double button now. We sure are. Uh, Jordan Hunter triple double. Trip dub. Alert. Um, we had Kraus in there with 30 points. Oof. And Madronia near a 20-point triple-double. Nearly. Doesn't get the button. Mm. It's very close. Mm. Um, so Caps men go down. It's going to be a tough ask um, against the Wizards this weekend, vying for the finals positions. Yeah. Uh, for uh, both Caps teams, to be <laughs> honest. Um, both Wizards teams, men and women, both, you know, very talented rosters. So, Yeah, well, the Caps have been at the very opening tip of the uh, of the year. You know, Caps men got it done in their game mm. ever so ever so just. Um, and the women just – the Wizards looked to, you know, do a run on them in that first game, but – the women were able to just 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 keep within, keep within, keep within, and kept coming back and coming back. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see now that we're at the other end of the season, um, and everyone's had a full season to play with each other. Unfortunately, Caps have lost lost a bit of talent along the way, and the Wizards have gained some. So um, we'll, we'll just have to see just have to see how that goes. All right, Mal, get that uh, button finger ready again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now. <laughs> trip dub alert. That's all right. You, you hit the dub dub and then the trip dub, but that's perfect for this player. Um, it was deliberate, yep. Who, you know, it, it, it's not really, you know, a big thing to say that this player is running away with the MVP at the moment. Michaela Roof from the undefeated Logan Thunder. 31, 21, and 10 versus mm-hmm. the Wizards. Yep. And then back that up with 25 and 27 against the Gold Coast. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, it's got to be heavy favourite for MVP, you know, especially with, you know, Caleb George missing time on Opal's duty, of course. Mm. Um, but nonetheless, uh, while sh- she's been away, um, it's <laughs> Roofs has been putting up these filthy stat lines uh, each and every game. Yep. So, you know, we'll see at the awards night um, how that all goes. Yes. Um, yeah. Roofy, friend of the show, just killing it out there. Oh, definitely is. Definitely um, is. Over there for Mackay. Uh, Mackay taking down Cairns in a big win for them. Alicia Jenkins and... Our, our old friend of the Brisbane Capitals, Grace George, both putting up double-doubles. Uh, friend of the show, Amy Lewis, in a loss, but still had a very solid game. Um, was quite impressive on the court there. Classic Amy Lewis story, that one. 
Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter, you know, what the team does. You can always expect a, a really solid effort from her. Whether it's uh, up or down or all around, you know what you're going to get from Amy Lewis. All right. Um, the Wizards also took on the Spartans. And we're going to talk about a Wizards guard, but not the same one as most other weeks now. Oh. Yeah. So Tiana was kept not not quiet, but a little bit under wraps. <laughs> Shyla Heel popped off for 34. Hey. We just see her gunning away out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Nadine Payne, 33 and 17. Maddie Allen popping in 30 points for the Spartans. Um, they were just a bit too much and got it done there. Yeah, and Payne and Maddie Allen, I was it, I, I was actually calling the game against the uh, COE there on Wednesday night, or Tuesday night, sorry, of this week. And, yeah, they are sharp as at the moment. Um, both those players looking really sharp, heading into the final weeks of the NBL 1 North. So Spartans are ready. This, uh, this could be a really nice um, showdown towards the end of the season here if we can get a grand final rematch of last year. Mm. If that all comes to fruition, hoo should be a showdown. Hey, and watch out for that team up north. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Bridie Kennedy Hopoate, friend of the show, shout out. Having a real run this past month or so. Um, we've brought her up a lot. Uh, 34 and 9 against Red City this week. Uh, just really just exploding with these buckets right now and just getting, getting it however you want it. Uh, so we, we love watching that. Um, in the same game for the Raw, though, Mia Lloyd, uh, who we've mentioned a few times on the show as well, 32, 15, and 8. Almost got that button, but almost not, not almost. quite. Um, and finally, we, we did talk about uh, the team up north there, Mal. Townsville, they just keep doing Townsville things. Mm. Steph Reed, the engine, a couple of 20-plus points and nine assist games. And across the two games had 11 steals. So absolutely just keeps that team ticking. I don't think it's just Logan and Spartans now. I've really got this Townsville team in that mix as well. That's the great thing about the uh, the women's side of the NBL One North. It's still a couple of unknowns there. It, it literally could go either way, and especially the way it's set up. And we saw the men last week. Talked about it on the call on Tuesday. The NBL One North last year, Everybody thought Logan Thunder were a lock. One bad game, boop, you're out of there. You're done. So, yeah, look, it could go It could go a couple of different ways. Um, obviously, there is you know, definitely those top three teams are on everybody's how are they going to go sort of sheet. But uh, it'll be a great couple of weeks of basketball ahead. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Ipswich. They had a tough start to the season, but they're right in the mix. Um with it, with a great resurgent this season, so uh, shout out to uh, Ipswich. NBL one men. Jeremy Kendall, friend of the show, mm. haven't brought him up for a while. He had thirty eight points in a loss because unfortunately uh, he came up against the Wizards as the cavalry returned uh, from Boomer's duty. Uh, Anthony Drumick, friend of the show, 30 points. Mitch McCarron, friend of the show. Yep. 
Nearly triple double. Yeah, near tripped up. Oh, nearly, nearly. I mean, he's he's a friend of the show. I feel like we could just do a tiny bit of the button because he was close. <laughs> but no, no, we got to keep our we got to keep our integrity, Mal. Got to keep our integrity. Got the boomer's captain. I'll lose my integrity for the boomer's okay, captain. Okay, mate. okay. Which one was it? There we go. All right, nearly triple double. <laughs> Keanu Pinder back in the house, throwing down dunks and thrunks. If you've seen the highlights. Mm-hmm. 25 and 9 in this one. Uh, yeah. Was it uh, with number Was it number 3 in the highlights and number 1? Mm, mm. So, Duncan Thrunk, baby. <laughs> Air with Pinder. A, with an assist from Macca and one from Kevin White. Mm. So, you know, sharing the love around the team. But, uh, yeah, Pinder, look out. And look, this Wizards team, they've been missing bulk of their core for different reasons throughout the season. But, you know, if they stay there and they qualify for finals, that's not a team you're going to want to see home or away. Uh-uh. Uh, uh-uh. Speaking of teams you don't want to see in the finals, Gold Coast. I Continue rolling. Mm-hmm. Kadee, 43 and 10. Starting to get into that. You know, what we call QBL Kadee, what, what yeah, the NBL huh? One North used to be called. Yep. Um, he, he's getting into form there. Krebs, Tanner Krebs has been awesome all season. Would love to see him carry this over into the NBL season with the Bullets. Oh, definitely. definitely. Um, but with Lamar Patterson and DJ Mitchell, like this is a team that you do not want to match up with. Uh, and look, I, I th- yeah, I don't know. They're, they've been one of the top teams all season. Um, who, you know, Mackay's actually... Top of the ladder. And um, I believe, or they're very close. Um, and Mackay's just been playing team ball. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'd say Kyron Galloway's uh, – sorry, uh, Jalen Galloway has been more of a standout there. Um, but not – they don't really have that standout superstars putting up 40 points a game. It's They're just – a great, well-rounded team that's very well coached, as Mackay always is. Um, and there's the champions till they're the champions no more. Yeah, yeah. So they took down Darwin despite Malawatch's 36 and 13. Uh, so <laughs> Melbourne United fans out there again, you've, you've got that incoming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so look out for that. Um, but Mackay, they just keep winning. The culture's there, team ball, play hard. Yep. They're, they're going to be there in the finals. Uh, they've had a very under-the-radar season, but they're right there, right at the top. Uh, so shout-out. Um, and Kuat Noi, finally, uh, 32-13 and 13 against Townsville after the Rip City were upset by Ipswich in their previous game. Mm. So Rip might be out for blood this week. There's a few spicy matchups um, that have big finals implications. Um so Sunshine Coast, Logan, Northside, Brisbane, and Rockhampton are all tied on wins around that 7-8 position. Yep, all on nine wins coming into the final uh, weekend of games. It's going to be spicy. And you've got Darwin um, just ahead on 10, and Force and Cairns slightly ahead, slightly more safe um, on 11 wins already. So... And then with uh, Rip City, Gold Coast, and Mackay, <laughs> they're the only ones who are mathematically safe. 
uh, and definitely going through. But even that, what position are they going to be in mm. after this weekend? So, yeah, across the men's draw, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to come right down to it. It's going to come right down to it where everybody, there's no standout, you know, clear, clear standout number one um, coming into the final weekend, which love that. Love that. And 11th could catapult up into 7th, all things going well for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's mathematical po- mathematically possible. We'll just have to wait and see how things break down, though. All right. Well, if there's a home game on at your local association, get on down, support the team because, um, you know, mathematically speaking, they need it because mm. all these teams are mathematically a chance. Uh, if you can't get to a game or you don't, don't live near an association, make sure you tune in on the NBL website uh, or app. Uh, and, you know, there'll be Game of the Week on KO as well that you'll be able to check out. A KO freebie, um, which is always fantastic. Our Brisbane Capitals are at home. Blockbuster showdown with the Northside Wizards on Saturday evening. Women are at 5 p.m., so tune in for that one. We may have a very special guest joining us up in the booth. Mm-hmm. See how it plays out. And the men, their game will tip off at 7 p.m. So get down to Vince Hickey Stadium at Orkin Flower if you can. If not, tune in and you get to hear more of our lovely voices. Yeah, in the cap dome. <laughs> Love that. All right, we'll be back to wrap up the final round and hopefully a finals preview next week. Uh, so tune in for that. Mel's got a little pack of crackums over there. Who's on the front of this? We've one? got a, a, a donkey oh, pack. We've got the, Luca. Uh, the did, we, did we draw Luca last week? We did. We did. In, in our, or did we just mention him at the top because it was episode No, it was the week before we actually had his card. Ah, and week last before. week it was the 77, which is obviously the Donkic jersey number. All right. So for those who haven't played before, very simple. I read the back of the card. Dan does not see the card. Can you guess? Oh, and under a lot of pressure this week after <laughs> we did get DM'd. I, I won't put uh, names out of my mouth here, but we were DM'd that I was a bit slow last week. And yeah. a certain listener uh, called me out. Uh-huh. Called me out. And that's uh-huh. fair. I, yep. I was not up to my performance. Um, beat me on a few. But that's cool. I'm I'm here to redeem myself. I'm sure Mel's going to make that as difficult as possible. But I gave you when you got stuck. I gave you brilliant what? clues. Last yeah, week. I just got to not get so stuck because I don't want to get called out again. <laughs> <laughs> what year are these from? Sorry, uh, cut last season. So oh, okay. Twenty twenty. Cool. The one I stuffed up last week. Yep. Beauty. Except there's three extra cards in this pack. Ripper. So, Ripper. Fantastic. Can't wait. All right. So as we said, I read the back. I don't read names. If I'm feeling generous or feel as if he needs it, I'll give him the team. Um, and then we'll go from there. If you can beat him at home, please do yell it at whatever device you're listening to. And we'll see how we go. All right. Lightning fast with some of the best handles in the league. Jumarant. Somebody is constantly drawing contact from defenders. In 2020, sorry, 2020-21, he oh. swished at least 10 free throws in a game 22 times. That ranked second in the league with Joel Embiid leading the way with 25 games and Bradley Beal ranking third Kyrie Irving. with 13 oh, no, such this efforts. season. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kyrie Irving. Not Kyrie Irving. 
Gets to the basket a lot. Swished 10 free throws. Uh, as in just actual swishes or makes? Um, it says swish. It says swished. All so right. someone's tracking that. Free throws. Uh, so we're looking at a guard. Not an old guy. Not an old guy. Mm-hmm. Young guard that gets to the free throw line a lot. And it's not Jamarin, not Kyrie Irving. Um, what conference? I'll give you the team. No, no give me a conference. Give me a conference. I've already said it, Hawks. Oh, Trey Young. Yep. And come on, buddy. I, I honestly think if you said East, I would have said Trey Young. Anyway, let's Anywho, go. Let's go. Anywho, great start. A bit, someone's a bit testy this week. I'm on edge. I'm under pressure. <laughs> under pressure. Unnamed listeners judging me right now. <laughs> All right, go East, young man. Making his own manifest destiny. Somebody moved from Portland to Toronto. In the 2020-21 season, expanding his game with... Give me a uh, Gary Trent Jr. Lock it in, Gary Trent Take that Jr. unnamed listener. Probably beat me anyway. But. Yeah, probably. All right, next card. Spreading. Actually, no. You know what, unnamed listener? <laughs> you listen to this a day or two after I do it. So technically I've beat you anyway. Wow. Keep going, Mal. Anywho. I'm guaranteed to win by default. Uh-huh. I'm pressure's off. Let's go. All right. You're done? You're actually ready now? Yeah, I've convinced okay. myself cool, I'm cool, the cool, winner cool. no matter what, so it's all good. Spreading the floor for the Suns, somebody. Cameron Johnson. Yep. In the words of uh, scholar Christopher Crawford, pew, pew, pew. Uh, no, we've established many times on this show that that was my saying he stole from me. Anywho, next card. <laughs> Did you hear the news? The mid-range shot is back. DeMar DeRozan. After a dip in popularity in recent years, players like somebody helped revive Kawhi Leonard in 2020-21 season and the playoffs oh, that followed. No. He'd be injured. In the regular season, this somewhere guard made 51.4% of his shots from between 10 and 16 feet away from the rim. Chris Paul. This player is no longer actually at this team. Okay, okay. Um, so he's moved on. Same number as Chris Paul. Okay, so it's number three. Uh, he, he Brad Beal. He was for this team anyway. No, because Brad Beal's still at his team. Very good. Yep. Um, mid-range, number three in the playoffs. Very, uh, very popular with the players. <laughs> very popular. Okay, okay. If um, they were to have some sort of association. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Um, so we're talking about a little guard moved from Portland to New Orleans. There you go. Uh, Mr. McCollum, head of the Players Association. That's a good clue there. Man. CJ. All right. Oh, man. He is a mid-range maestro. Uh-huh. Usually it's like DeRozan comes to mind. Then I don't need to explain. I just said it. Yep. Keep going. Against the Mavericks on January 29, 2021, somebody hit a pair of three-pointers, the first and – sorry, the first and off – First and off the dribble trade. First time reading a card from the maybe. right wing. It feels like it. <laughs> Tied jazz legend John Stockton for the most trades Donovan in franchise, hi- franchise history. The second, which was merely identical to the first, 
broke that mark and made oh. him Utah's all-time leader. Jingles. Jangy jang, it yeah. is indeed. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I don't know why I said Donovan Mitchell has been there for two seconds. All right, we got a rose gold boomer in the pack. That's a win. <laughs> it certainly is. It's that nice green. I always liked the green jazz jerseys. Not everyone did, but uh, yeah, as long as not everyone did. Very so, niche. Some people are caught in the past and just want them to wear the. You know. Yeah, lots of jazz in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've heard. Well, I think they covered it in basketball. Watch the first five minutes; it covers it. All right. This player zips into the lane with breakneck speed Jumarant. and finishes with an array of dunks, oh. floaters, and finger rolls in the 2020-21 season with speeds to average 18.4 drives and recorded 13.3 points Westbrook. per game of them. Most in the league, neither his quickness nor that production should slow down in seasons to come. That's what this team is hoping for. Was, was he a rookie? No, he's not a rookie. Uh, All right, give me a conference. Give me a conference. Not, not team. Don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun. Uh, Western Conference. Western Conference. We have mentioned this Darren team. Fox. Well done, yes. Darren Fox with a two-time MVP in the picture for the card. Mr. Jokic himself. Uh-huh. This one will be interesting. <laughs> Jum- <jumper> in. <laughs> yeah, Interesting. This player made a name for himself after a ter- terrific 2020-21 season with Ohio. If you're an avid hoops reader, you might have heard of him before that. As in Ohio, the college? Or All it says is Ohio. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay. Is Could it Isaac a- Okoro? Okay, nope. keep going, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Am uh, I not going to get this? Is that why you're laughing? Oh. Uh, I wouldn't, but that... Is it a Cavs player? It's not on the card. Okay. It's, All right. it's not someone who I would have ever gotten. All right. C- continue. We'll so see. We'll see. It's a roster guy. Uh, you might have heard of him. That's, that's a good start. Mal has Before that, <laughs> as a 17-year-old in 2016, the guard began the writing for Piston Powered, a Pistons blog. Now bloggers will be writing about his oh. run with the Clippers. I heard about this. Uh, number 17 for the Clippers. It's not Keon Johnson, is it? It is not. No, because he, he's from Tennessee. Um, Member of the press. There's a clue in his name. Member of the press. <laughs> Preston. Preston. Nah, nah. Jason Preston for the Clippers. Nah, never heard of him. I'm not even. Not going to pretend I've heard of him. (laughs) Rated rookie. No idea. Anyway. I was thinking of a, um, it's actually one of the Grizz rookies this year had a radio show while he's studying in college is what I was thinking of. Not Keon Johnson. Anyway, as you were. This one, totally gettable. Is this the last one? This is the last one. Totally gettable. Is it a special card? It is a bit speckle. Yeah. It is a bit speckle. All right, let's go. All right. The some team spotlight is on somebody and he's ready to haul some hardware onto center stage. The guard started things off by winning the team scoring crown. 23.7 points per game in the 2020-21 season. 
Yet that will seem humble by comparison if this team's leading man nets bigger accolades like All-Star nods, MVP votes and NBA titles. Jalen Brown. Not Jalen Brown. Am I in the right conference? Is it Eastern Conference? That is a really great question. I'm absolutely spacing. I cannot for the life of me. It's literally on the card in front of you. What? doesn't say that. It doesn't have the team. Oh, it's got the team. I'm literally spacing on the team. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. It's been a long What colour is the mate. jersey? What colour? Orange. Orange. So, Phoenix? No, it's OKC. Oh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Hey, SGA. They're in the West, mate. They're in the West. As soon as you said it, I was... <laughs> but yeah, nice little, like, live... Oh, yeah, it's like a landscape uh, horizontal yeah, card. Through the through the lens style. Oh, another card. good team. Definitely got to tune in a few of those games this year. Especially early before the they shut things down. Especially early. Oh. With the thin towers. All right. Well, hopefully I didn't let our listeners down. I, I felt I did all right. Popped a few of those pretty quick. I, I feel like the ones I struggled on were a bit, you know, fair enough. Like, I, I still, I don't remember that Clippers name. <laughs> James? Jason? Yeah, Jason Preston. <laughs> yeah, yep. that one. Whatever. Um, shout out. He's in the top <coughs> 1% of players in the world. I'm, I'm definitely not. Um, all right, cool. Let's, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Let's wrap things up. Machinations of Mal. All right. Machinations of Mal. So this week, I, after the <clears throat> news of Bill Russell, of course, I thought it only fitting, go to my jersey cupboard, grab a jersey out, <clears throat> excuse me, and of course, it had to be a Celtics one. Now, I don't actually... Un- yeah, I don't actually have a Bill Russell jersey. Um, it's a gap in my wardrobe I've been looking to fill for a while, but <clears throat> they you rarely see them for less than really big money, So even if you get them direct. So it's just a gap I haven't filled yet. So I grabbed the only clean one I could spot, which was an old David Lee jersey, funnily enough. <laughs> I know. Actually a really underrated player in my opinion, but anyway. It was, it was a... I, and not, I, not for Boston, but no. <laughs> on those Golden State teams, New yeah. York as well. The, the first run, not, not the second time yeah, around. Yeah. Not the second time around. But uh, yeah, and got that thing for an absolute steal. It was literally... I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I got it directly from bostoncelticscom And it was... Was it? I think it was like $2.50 or something. I, I paid way more in shipping than I did for the jersey itself. So I got a few mm. other things. But, uh, yeah, someone who's you know, a very casual fan came up to me and went, basically yelled out across, across the way, Al Horford's old. He's awful. It's like, okay. First of all, kudos. You recognize it's Al Horford's number. They both wore 42 mm. in Boston. Yep. Fair, fair. Second of all... <laughs> You have what? He's old and awful. Did you not see the like clearly? And yeah, while I've also been on here and saying, you know, sometimes you you, know, you need to give people a chance before you obliterate their casual ball of knowledge. Sometimes you need to go the other way and just educate people. Try and be nice about it. I I, I tried to be nice about it, but this person needed an education. 
and Al Horford this year. Well, you year. see, sir, his effective field goal percentage. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, the way, Baltimore, Australia, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, I I gave I gave the person a little bit of credit, but then it was like, yeah, no, sorry, dude. Yes, he's old, but he has just had an absolute season, and you know, it, you could easily argue without Horford. Celtics don't get all the way to the finals. Um, so did this guy follow the Lakers or the Warriors? What was his team? <sighs> his or her team? Sorry, I didn't know. You said a he? Warriors. <laughs> there we go. Cool. Yep. Uh, so just, yeah, all good. All right, let's wrap things up here. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, massive weekend of NBA One North to check out uh, if you're so inclined. Uh, and we'll be back next week to talk all things NBL, WNBL, NBA, and to wrap up all those games you're going to watch. Uh, so looking forward to doing that. Hope you can all join us. Just remember, until then, that ball don't lie. It never does.